Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And we're back here on Inside Black and Gold. We're talking about the Saints. The Saints that have a meaningless game. And I know the players hate to hear that. The coaches hate to hear that. But I don't care. I'm still going to say it. It's meaningless in terms of the standings. And because of that, you effectively have a preseason football game, an exhibition. If it was soccer, you'd call it a friendly. It does affect um, draft status, though. So maybe not totally meaningless. It does affect draft status. It does. But that's not going to be what <laughs> no. these players are playing for. So nah. in the sense that they all want to win a football game, that's what you're going to get. And uh, yeah, bonuses. so I'm Jeff Nowak alongside Steve Geller. <laughs> and so we did get the first injury report today. And it's going to be interesting because here's what Dennis Allen had to say on, you know, kind of the plans for starters and, and what that, whatnot earlier in the week. We get paid to show up on Sundays. That's what we do. And so that would be what I would expect. I think guys that are healthy enough to play, you know, my anticipation is, is that they'll play in this game. Yeah, and so I think that's the rub, right? Healthy enough to play. But I think it's he's saying that, but I do think that it's slightly different in the sense that I think if you are hurt in any way, you're not going to play. Right? Like it's not whether you can fight through an injury, which is what it what it would be for pretty much every other week. This week, it's if you are if you are 100% healthy or at least a reasonably within the margin of error for that, then you're going to play. If you're dealing with any injury whatsoever, that's more than nothing. It's more than like a stub toe. You're probably not going to play. See, I'm interested to see what happens the rest of this week with someone like Taysom Hill. Obviously, he's he's one of the guys on the injury report on Wednesday, limited with a back issue. How serious is it? We don't know. Obviously, he was limited at practice on Wednesday. But to me, he's a big part, obviously, of what this offense wants to do. And in order to achieve that victory that everyone's talking about, I think you're going to need a guy like Taysom Hill in the game against the Panthers. So, yeah, I see. I disagree with that. And I'm going to go to the injury report here. So we got the first injury report of the week. So and here's why. Right. Cornerback Paul Sunadibo, hamstring DMP. Now, he told us today, he's not playing, right? And he wouldn't have said that unless the coaches told him at the beginning of the week that he's not playing. So, like, like, we never hear that from players this early. Come on. Right. He would not have declared he was not playing unless the coaches told him he wasn't playing. So, that tells me that the coaches are already making decisions on, yeah, you have a hamstring injury. We're not even going to try to force you to play through something. This is an injury that is more than nothing, and you're not going to play. So I think to that extent, anyone who is a DMP today is not going to play uh, in Week 18. That's me, my conjecture, but I think it's reasonable to think. So that includes left tackle James Hurst, who suddenly has a foot injury, uh, tight end Jawan Johnson, quad quad injury, safety Marcus May, shoulder injury, Ryan Ramchek, hip injury, slash rest <laughs> again, and then he left guard injury. Andres Pete, and then running back Dwayne Washington, he's dealing with an illness, he has been put on injured reserve. 
Ramchek so, did leave the Eagles game with the injury. Oh, yes, Ryan Ramchek did, yeah. And Pete left the week before with an ankle injury. He didn't play. So I think right. all of those guys, all of those DMPs are not going to play. Like, we can assume that. And so, so the DMP for you is do, does not play. Yeah, right. But so I think that's where you kind of can, can figure something in there, which is who are the players that you're trying to get on the field for more runs so you can get as much of a look at them as possible? Alante Taylor is going to start across from Marshawn Lattimore, who is not on the injury report, which is an awesome sign for him. And I would imagine Marshawn plays. Go down the line. Who is the other young player that you have not seen yet in a starting role that you really would like to see? Who is it? Smoke Monday. <laughs> He's on IR. I'm kidding. Trevor Penning. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Left tackle Trevor Penning. Rookie, first rounder. You have not seen him in a starting role. Now, James Hurst has a foot injury. I would guess that this is an injury he's been playing through, and it has not been an issue in terms of being available. But if you remember back at the beginning of the season, he had a foot injury. I wouldn't surprise me. This is the same injury, and he's just been playing through it all year. And because you're in week 18, and because you kind of want to start Trevor Penning anyway, he's out with a foot injury. And so, yeah, that's something you do early in the week, and you say, okay, James is dealing with a foot injury. We're not going to push him through it because we want to get Trevor Penning out there, and we want to see the the rookie left tackle at least once going into the offseason so we can at least have an idea of what he needs to work on after going against a starting defensive line that is trying to beat him with all of their might. Okay. And so that's where I think the injury is. Now you mentioned Taysom Hill. He is on the injury report with a back injury, but he did have a limited practice. Chase Hansen is, is the same with a knee injury. Justin Evans with a shoulder injury. Those guys are on, I'm on the fence. They might play. Okay. But I also think like you saw Taysom Hill go down with a Liz Frank injury last year in week 18 and that impacted his offseason. And Good I point. think you don't want a guy who plays the way he does and takes big hits. I think it's more risk than it's worth to put him out there in a game that you don't need those hard yards. You know, you're going to try to win it, obviously, but we'll see. Alvin Kamara is a guy who probably could have appeared on this list with a number of things, and he's yeah. not, which to me indicates they're going to, he's going to play. I still expect a big dose of Eno Benjamin. What's, what's surprising to me, too, Jeff, is the fact that. Last week when we saw Kamara out with the personal issue, he also had the quadricep thing going on too on the injury list. That's, I guess, gone. It's not a factor now for him. Yeah, if they didn't, if they wanted to rest Alvin, they could have just put him back on here with a quad injury. Right. And then they would have had him a DM or out for the game and you would have moved on. They didn't do that to me, indicates he's going to start. Um, and I think because I think this team does appreciate that winning your final four games going into the offseason will be a big thing in terms of they haven't done that since 2011. Like you have not ended your regular season on a winning streak of four or more games since the 2011 season. Think about that. Yeah, I guess last year they, they won four to five at least. You could say last year. Yes, they won they won four to five, but again, they did have that loss in there, and yeah. that loss was what kept them out of right. the playoffs. So, like, right. <laughs> this doesn't always happen, right? Like, it's it's something that you can look back on and be like, okay, you know, we figured things out. The defense really started to click. The offense was doing enough um, with a lot of pieces missing. And so finishing this out the right way, I think, you know, in a season where – it doesn't really mean anything. I do think that 
you know, you're going to go into the off season and you're going to feel a lot better about yourself knowing that you did everything you could and you were just a tiny bit away. And this is a team that's not, that's hopefully not going to undergo some significant changes in terms of, you know, it was really difficult last season. You had to figure out how to move past Drew Brees and find a new way there. It was really difficult this season because you had to move on from Sean Payton and find a new way there. Some continuity in that regard where you go into a season where you're just trying to build off what you did last year and not have to figure out fundamentally who you are is a good thing. Yeah, and I know a lot of folks going into this year wanted to call this, you know, a defense comparable to the Dome Patrol. Well, guess what? They did something that only the Dome Patrol's done uh, during a Saints tenure. You know, seven straight games of 20 points or less. That's hell of impressive, man. Especially today's day and times of offense. Yeah, and without Marshawn Lattimore for all but one of those games. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so we had Mickey Loomis on uh, on WWL earlier this week, and this is what he had to say, kind of how, how his kind of view on how the Saints are going to approach this final this final game. Yeah, look, we, we're watching those games very closely, and and uh, it didn't go our way, but. You know that's what happens when you when you put your fate into the hands of others is is uh, they don't always come through for you. So um, it is what it is. Um, it's not going to change how we approach this week. We're gonna we're gonna do everything we can to win this game, and and uh, uh, it would be it would be a good thing for us to you know finish the season with four straight victories and and gain some momentum going into this off season. I, and I do think this team is aware of that, right? And if you had a first round pick, would your philosophy be slightly different? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But I don't, at the end of the day, I think, I, I think you're right there. You would probably definitely be resting Camara this game then. If you, you had might a first be, you'd probably be considering it based right. on, you know, there's a very crowded crop of teams right at that seven and nine line and a loss drops you to seven and 10 and it might improve your draft slot from 10 to maybe seven or six. And maybe that probably would be worth it. Who knows? You know, it's it's tough to say what high or low, but at the same time, this isn't a team that's going to actively actively tank ever in especially, any game. I mean, especially any Dennis Allen, year one head coach. He's got so much, you know, heat this entire season. He's not gonna just oh, you know what? It doesn't matter. We're all done. It's over with. Pack it up. Well, especially a guy. You know, I get it. It's eight and nine. It's not ideal, but you know, it's a guy who gets told all the time about how his coaching record is just God awful. And, you know, eight wins in a season is a lot more than he's ever had as a head coach. All right. And so if this, you're ideally, this would be your low point. Right. <laughs> and it's something you can build off of is, you know, seven, 10 is not that much different. I think either way, the team would say, yeah, we, we definitely missed what we were trying to hit, which was a winning record and the playoffs. But, they're they're not going to take for granted that a win here would feel a whole lot better than a loss and send you into the offseason just yeah one step ahead of where you were um but yeah yeah again how we look at the injury report you you talked about Taysom Hill I would be surprised if you see Taysom or at least I would be surprised if cuz you could have Taysom active and not use him in a heavy role and so maybe that's what they do is they really dial back what you're asking him to do? Maybe he throws it more than he runs it, you know, that sort of thing. We, we're gonna get the heavy Eno Benjamin game. I think you do. I would be very disappointed if you didn't. Like, I think you're gonna have Alvin in there, but you know, he might not even lead you in carries. 
Um, and I would be I would be disappointed if we got to the offseason without getting to see what Eno Benjamin looks like with 10 carries in a game, right? That that sort of thing. Uh, like I don't think he has to get 20, 25, but I would like to see more than two, right? He got a couple carries last week. He caught a screen pass. So you just build on that and you start building him up and you know, because you want to know whether he's a guy you want to re-sign. And we're gonna we're hopefully we get an idea of that in this game. Another one I'm curious about too. Do you think there's any kind of situation where I'm not saying he's starting, but maybe a snap or two, a trick play? Do you Jameis? put Jameis Winston into this game? Let him throw? No, huh? I mean, I I understand why um, it seems like it would make sense, and like in in another universe, you'd probably be starting Jameis in general, and it would be Andy Dalton going into this game as the okay, we're out of the playoffs here Andy take a start you know um but I just don't I don't see it happening it's very I think and you know I don't like leaning into conspiracies or anything like that but I do think that you know you don't want to put Jameis out there and have him ball out if you're Dennis Allen because you don't want to you know if if he goes out there and throws for 500 yards it's bad for you right and so I I guess yeah I mean I'm, I'm thinking more like trade bait for uh I don't know uh, yeah, but that's the, that's the weird thing because because Andy Dalton is not under contract right, right now. Right, right. He will be a free agent after this game. <laughs> uh, but Jameis Winston is under contract for next season. Now they might. But I don't just, think anyone's expecting him back. I would be very surprised if they yeah. bring him back. But I mean, like, if they wanted to bring him back, they could. That's the weird thing. But I think he would be like, "Can you? Can you? Can you? Can you please just please?" Right. I've been a great teammate. Let me go. Right. I've done everything you asked. Can you not hold me hostage? Thanks. That's why I figured, hey, let's just give a one, you know, double reverse, throw it downfield to Rashid Shahid. I don't know. In my fantasy world, I'm dreaming up of a, this huge 80-yard touchdown from from Jameis Winston and a, a little cherry on top of his tenure here. Yeah, I almost think that would be more insulting than just <laughs> riding it out the way. Maybe, no, seriously, maybe like, that's it too. It, it, I mean, like you quit on the guy – you're not just going to, you know, throw him morsels now. Like that would just be, I don't know. Like to me, that would be lame. Like we we can all see what happened, right? Like Dennis Allen wanted Andy Dalton as his quarterback. He went to Andy Dalton as his quarterback. It's not any more complicated than that. And that has not changed. And it's not going to change. And I do think that going to Jameis in this game would be just kind of an awkward situation for everybody involved. Um, even just a trick play. Yeah, I, I guess. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't see how that would. I, like, I don't know. Like I said, I think it's more of obviously what I've uh, we've seen. We've we've seen on game day. We've seen just throughout the season in the locker room at practice. Winston's whole attitude has really won me over. Uh, and I love Jameis. Yeah, I, and I, I really just, do. I would love to see something. I guess thrown his way kind of in this meaningless game as we as we've talked about but i i could see it causing more problems than good too it's like going to a dinner and getting a 200 dollar tab and then leaving like like 250 for a tip oh that's right like if i'm Jameis, i'm walking back and i'm saying you i think you need this more than i do <laughs> and then okay, i'm good like point. i like that you know, like that to me that's what you're talking about is you, you, like Oh yeah, here you go. Have some scraps. Yeah, you know, here's yeah, the yeah. change in my pocket. 
Um, and so to, that's why I say that I don't think that'll happen. But maybe that analogy is way off. Maybe Jameis would love it. And maybe you do throw it in, right? I don't know. I don't speak for Jameis. That's just kind of how I interpret that idea. No, um, I like that analogy, though. Yeah, that definitely. You need this more than I do kind of thing. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's kind of what we're looking at. And I hope, I do hope, again, I hope you see a lot of Eno Benjamin. I am, I would bet money that Trevor Penning starts at left tackle, that you have Landon Young at right tackle. And who knows what you're, how you're going to shake out the guards. Center is going to be Eric McCoy because you don't really have an option. And you're going to go from there. Probably you're probably going to see Calvin Throckmorton um, and maybe Lewis Kidd. Uh, I don't know who else is going to be a guard, but you're going to go from there. But yeah, looking that's at the probably... Running, looking at that running back situation too, I'm thinking about David Johnson, but he really hasn't showed much. I don't know if they think about calling anybody up, up from the practice squad Maybe. I mean, you know what you have in David Johnson. I don't think you necessarily need to see him. Like, there's years and years of tape on David Johnson. Right, but I just don't think we've even seen anything that's wanted. Has piqued my interest to see more even from him right now. I think he's run decently well while he's been in there. I mean, like, he's he, he did his job on early downs beyond that fumble, right? That fumble was inexcusable. They won the game in spite of that. But, like, to me that you kind of – you see what you have there. There's there's a very low ceiling on what David Johnson could do at this point in his career, but he's a consistent guy, and I understand why you like to have him. Maybe you do bring him back. You know, if Mark Ingram's not in the building next year, and you need three running backs, and he's one of them. You don't know where you're going to get out of Dwayne Washington, as we said. He's on injured reserve now, and he's dealing with those migraines, and so that's something that you don't know how he's going to be able to come back from that. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of all I have on the on the roster. You have anything else? No, just. Um... It goes by too quick, Jeff. I mean, this whole season, it it doesn't seem that long ago that we were talking week three at Carolina kind of deal, and and now we're closing it out in the Superdome, and there's no hope of more football, which is very sad for me. Yeah, and this is our this is our 64th podcast of the season of since wow. we started. Isn't that kind of crazy when you think about it? Yeah, I mean, are we going to get like a banner when we hit 100? No. <laughs> Unless you want to go get it. If you want to go buy a banner and print it up, All right. then we can have a banner. I'll make sure that happens. All right. Good to know. All right. Let's wrap up that segment there. This is Inside Black and Gold. Hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcast. We're going to come back with Rob Brown from The Rob Brown Show. He is a host at The Fan Upstate. He's on Twitter at The Rob Brown Show. And he is also the host of the Views from Mint Street podcast covering the Carolina Panthers. He's going to give us the lowdown on what to expect in this week 18 meaningless the meaningless bull, as I as I as I just decided right now, I'm going to call it. Um, yeah, stick around.